Welcome to the Filipino American Woman Project podcast show brought to you by our family on biasboba.com. We're your co-hosts, Jen Amos and Nani Dominguez-Smith. After three seasons of sharing stories for Panay's by Panay's, we've gained the knowledge and language to articulate our experiences, and now we're ready to tell our own. As we venture off into the world of business partnership, we want to bring you along for the ride. Keep listening to hear how we explore our Panay identities together as podcasters, content creators, and entrepreneurs. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to another episode here at the Tifa Project. I am your creator and co-host, Jen Amos. And as always, I have my co-host and co-creator with me, Nani Dominguez-Smith. Nani Dominguez-Smith, welcome back to the Tifa Project. What's up? What's up, everyone? Yes. And we are just excited as always, especially lately, because by the time you are listening to this interview or, or by the time you're listening to this recording, we would have released a couple of IG Live shows on our Instagram account, The Filipino American Woman. Since the start of November, we have decided to go on Instagram Live, mainly because we wanted to reinvigorate our community, connect with you all on there, because that's how Nani and I met. That's how we met a lot of our past guests who've been on our show for seasons one to three. And we just decided that, hey, there's still an active community on here. Let's go ahead and lean into it. And part of that is making more of an effort to be camera ready for all of you. And so, Nani, my first question for you is, what has it been like for you so far, you know, going on Instagram Live for our listeners? Um, You know what? Actually, I was just thinking about, it kind of feels like I'm like going back to work. You know what I mean? Like getting ready for the day instead of just rolling out of bed and, (laughs) you know, onto my desk chair or wherever I end up working. But it's nice to kind of wake up. Oh, hey, boo, my husband's in here. Uh, okay. It's nice to kind of wake up hey, and know, hey, you're in school. What are you doing? Yeah. Go back to class, sir. Is that what you do when you, you go to school? You my intro. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So what was I talking about? <laughs> you said, you know, I was just thinking. And, and this oh, is yeah. regarding. It feels, like, um, it feels like we're going back to work again. Like I have to like consider what I'm wearing and what I look like. So even though we're not like in the office. We're kind of in the office. Yeah, yeah. On IG Live. I'm like literally in an office, but I know what you mean. It's like, you know, really getting into that headspace that we're quote unquote showing up for work and showing up for all of you. And, you know, ever since, I mean, not ever since, but I think that since we started season four, we have been making more of an effort to be more intentional with how we show up on the show and more importantly, more intentional about the direction of the show. And I think that is beginning to reflect on the way that we hold ourselves, the way that we want to be on camera, because we are making moves like we we are not just a podcast show. We are expanding now to creating some offerings, you know, for our community. And there's a couple of I already mentioned and we'll definitely elaborate on it more later. But, you know, stuff like our reflection series, our discord community, our newsletter and even advertising, which we'll get into a little bit more later. But because of everyone's support, because of our day ones, because of everyone who has supported us on biasboba.com, and because Nani and I love each other and you know hope to continue to do fun stuff like this together, it's become really important for us to turn this into a business opportunity. And we had an article that recently came out right at the end of Filipino American History Month on the SD Voyager, which recaps our journey for the last three years. 
where we're currently at and where we want to be headed. And we have a lot of big plans to making this a sustainable show. And part of it is, is bringing you all along in a lot of our offerings. And so if you want to check out that article, just go to the bio link of our Instagram account. And if you select that link, you'll see the direct link, at least at the time of this recording, we have a direct link to that article in which you can read now and learn more about you know, the challenges of, of being in business together. And part of that is, we talked about this last time, we already touched upon the imposter syndrome. But the second challenge that you and I have is having the time and resources to really do the show. We often mention that this is not our full-time gig. In fact, this is not even our moneymaker at all. We are wanting to go in that direction. And so part of that is really balancing things that actually do help us pay the bills while also, you know, in your case, Nani, like raising a family and, you know, for me running a business with my husband, like there's so much to juggle before we could really make time to do the show. But we do it because we see the impacts of it. We see how much it's been positively impacting people and changing lives. And we hope that we can continue to do this with everyone's support, especially to our biasboba.com member and supporters, and really people who share our show and continue to engage with us and remind us that our show is of value to you. Nani, any thoughts? Yeah, no, it's important for us to have that feedback and that constant kind of engagement with you all, which is why we give you so many alternatives as to how you would prefer to be in community with us and engage with us. And like I always say, the direction that we take the show in is always a result of like what we feel our community needs, like the pulse that we're taking on your guys's status and capacity. And, you know, like we're just trying to read the room. So the easier you make that, the more we're able to like tailor our community for you. Word. All right. Well, with that being said, since we are going on Instagram live right now at the time of this recording, I want to mention that at the time of this recording, it happens to be Veterans Day, November 11th. And we don't really talk about this on the show, Nani. And, and I, I, kind of, I kind of deliberately don't talk about it on the show because the work that I do is involved in the military. And I do try to keep you know my business life and my podcast life kind of separate, yeah. or at least the Tifa Project. But it is Veterans Day. And I know that for some people, your employers have given you the day off. And I also know that in our Filipino community, a lot of us wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for our parents or our grandparents having joined the military from the Philippines. And so that being said, I thought we would, Nani, take this opportunity to talk about our military connection in our family and honor these people and talk about who had served in the military in our families. And Nani, I'll start with you. I know that your grandpa was the one who served in your family, correct? Yeah. Well, actually, pretty much all the men and some of the women (laughs) in my family served in the military. So there's stories upon stories, but it's really hard, as you guys know, in Filipino families to like excavate this information from your elders. And even just like my dad's generation, you know, a lot of them were also in the military. So we have like a lot of that presence. But specifically in the context of this conversation, yes, my papa was in the military. He was a machinist. So he worked on like submarines or whatever. I would have to read the article that I wrote again because <laughs> I never like retain this information. So I had to have my dad help me with that. Shout out to my dad. So yes, he worked on Navy ships or something like that, mm-hmm. which he ended up doing after he retired from the military actually continued to do and mm-hmm. was like, shipped around the world to work on different submarines and ships and stuff. So he got quite 
a full like life's experience out of his service. And I know that was something that he really took with a lot of pride and it was a huge part of his identity, I think, because it was his gateway to, you know, being an American citizen and being able to experience kind of the American dream that we always talk about our families coming here for. And that's what he did. So yeah, it allowed him a lot of mobility in life. It allowed us a lot of mobility in life, Mm -hmm. you know, by way of his generosity and his just like active service to his family. And so, yeah, that carries a lot of weight in our family (laughs) or in the context of our family's legacy and our history. Yeah. Well, shout out to your grandpa. And, you know, we wouldn't be here today if your grandpa didn't join the military. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll share a little bit about my family history. My dad, I'm still learning about this, but before he joined the U.S. Navy in the 80s and 90s, he was serving in the Philippine Army. And Stacy had fleshed this out in more detail with me that, again, I can't think about it in the top of my head. But just like what Nani had hinted last year, we actually had the opportunity to share more in more depth uh, the stories about our family and how they served. And so if you are listening to this via podcast, check out the show notes of this episode. You'll get a direct link to those articles if you want to learn in more detail about our family history and our involvement in the military. For me, like I mentioned, my dad had served in the military. Just like your grandpa, Nani, he was also a machinist and he worked at the Navy ships as well. And I believe he was about halfway through his career when I was born. And when I was about 10 years old, my dad had been serving about 18 years. And it was about the time that he was at his last duty station. And that was his last duty station before he decided to retire and do like a full career, full 20 year career. When unfortunately, my dad had gone missing in sea with his ship. His last ship was the USS Midway. And this was in October 1998. And unfortunately, he was never found. The reason why I'm kind of like recapping this really quickly is because I have really processed this emotionally and I can talk about it more on a, on an intellectual level now. And yeah. if you want to read more about it, you're more than welcome to check out the show notes about this. But from then on, my family, in addition to my dad having served our country, our family, after we had lost him, become a Gold Star family. And so unless you're connected to the military, a lot of people don't know what a Gold Star family is. And it's essentially, you know, like my family, you had lost someone while they were on active duty. And like I mentioned, for me, that was my dad. And so I remember my family had catapulted from Japan. We were, our last duty station was Yokosuka, Japan. And we catapulted to San Diego, California, lived there for about 20 years. And then fast forward to today, I'm currently on the East Coast. I have been here for the last four years, which is pretty wild now that I think about it. But you know, part of the work I do today, actually, and again, I don't talk about this often on the show because I like to keep my work life uh, separate But um, part of the work I do today with my husband is we work with military retirees. And the thing is, I work with a lot of veterans, Nani, like a lot of them were veterans and were also bachelors in the military. And so whenever they try to work with our clients, sometimes there's a disconnect in talking about their finances because it kind of often seems like the, the couples aren't on the same page when it comes to money. And so part of what I realized my worth with our company is to understand the military family side and understand what their day-to-day, you know, issues and concerns are and try to build that bridge between, you know, whatever is causing that disconnect between my husband, my colleagues and our clients. And so part of like understanding the military families today was going back to my story as a military child and a Gold Star family member and being able to come to terms with what happened to me at 10 years old and what happened to my family for that matter. And really the years, like the ripple effect that had happened for years to come. 
And so I think this is just a wonderful time to have this conversation because we don't really talk heavily about our military connection and our history. But because it is Veterans Day, at least at the time of this recording, November 11th, 2022, although later we're going to pretend it's like the week after because that's how we record our show. <laughs> you know, it is it is nice to take a moment to honor our veterans, the families, the veteran families, and also the Gold Star families who have unfortunately lost someone while serving our nation. And I just want to say thank you all and thank you for serving. And if ever anyone is interested in sharing their story, this is going to be my shameless plug for my other show. I do host another show called Holding Down the Fort Podcast. The website's holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. It's actually currently off season right now, but you're more than welcome to go to that show and, and learn more about like the work that I do and even reach out to me directly in case you know you are uh, military connected and maybe interested in sharing your story. Anyway, all that being said, we are also bringing this up, Nani, because very often what you and I talk about on our show is the lack of resources, the lack of education, the lack of stories that we have accessible to our Filipino community. And thanks to our wonderful, wonderful resident historian, Stacey Ann Batarina Salinas, as of October 28, 2022, she has launched the first Filipino American exhibit at the California Museum, and it's going to be available till October 2023. And part of why we opened up with the story, one, to celebrate Veterans Day, two, to honor our family. But three, Stacy has invited Nani and I to feature Nani's grandpa and my dad at this museum. And so Nani, you were the first to actually physically be there. What was that experience like to get a personal tour with Stacy and to see your Lolo on the wall <laughs> in the exhibit? It was so just like, I just wish that he was here to see it, you know, because I would yeah. pay to see his reaction. Because <laughs> <laughs> my grandpa was such a just like humble, like modest guy. He didn't like attention on him. He didn't like any kind of like, you know, if I say like, okay, Papa, I love you. He'll be like, yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> like he would never, he will say it back, but I have to like force it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to get any kind of like emotion out of him was always like an excavation, like I said earlier. Yeah. So I would just pay to see himself on a museum wall with like his name on a plaque shortly mentioning like the synopsis of his life and just like imagining what he would really be feeling inside because however he would be feeling, he would be masking it. <laughs> so yeah, it was really fun. It was really special to be able to do that with my family. You know, we got like my cousins and my uncles and, you know, it was a big group of us that went there. And then Stacy came to meet us, which was really, really special because she drove, you know, she wasn't already in Sacramento. She drove there just for mm, that. So wow, it was obviously the highlight of my like year to well, I met Stacy before at our live event that we did back in 2019. But it was nice to see her, you know, like three years later, three years later. Yeah, 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 it was just wild. so wild and so so good to finally get to like, hug her. And even Hero was like, wildly in love with her. And he's normally like, you know, you, you guys have seen him on the show. He's not like the most social baby. He's <laughs> just very clingy and very just like attached with mommy and now daddy. So that's nice. But, <laughs> yeah, but he's not so much of like a stranger, please hold me type of deal. And yeah. he was like reaching for her and she was talking to him and he was smiling and Aww. just being the most friendly baby. So I was like, yeah, it was just really, really a good time. And we spent a good amount of time just like hanging out and actually soaking up 
all of these stories that were in the museum. And having Stacy there, she was giving me the tour of like her grandpa and my grandpa are like right next to each other, you know, on the wall. And then her fiance, Nick's family is also in there. His grandma was like Miss Philippines or something back in the day. And so she has like the sash that she had from her pageant in there along with her Filipiniana dress. And, you know, it's like an interactive thing. It's not just like pictures and writing. It's like, you know, actual art and like preserved family heirlooms. So it was just really cool, really cool. So that's the first museum exhibit to highlight Filipino Americans contribution to California history. So it's just like crazy that I think it hasn't really soaked in yet, like how significant that is. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm just kind of reveling in it. And also the fact that it was launched during Filipino American History Month on 1029, October 29. But mm-hmm. it's going to be up for like six months until like April. So yeah. that's pretty significant. You know, they're not just like, oh, this is a two week thing or a one month thing. It's a big amount of space. It holds a lot of stuff in there. So it's like something you can go and make a day trip of. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just crazy that she has all these connections to all this. Like it's like a tree, you know, the roots of a tree. They just like lead to more and more stuff like information and context about our history and our heritage. And she has access to all of this. And now it's all consolidated in one space that you can go and see. Like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And I I just absolutely love that, like you said, it's going to be there for six months. And so just as a reminder, especially to our IG people, if you're joining us right now, we're talking about the fact that Stacy has put together the first Filipino American exhibit in the California Museum. And it officially launched on October 28th, 2022. And it's going to be available till April 2023. And so if you happen to be in that area, what area is that again? You said Sacramento? Yeah, downtown Sac. Okay, so if ever you're in downtown Sacramento, we highly, highly recommend that you check out the California Museum and go to the Filipino American exhibit, which is called California is in the Heart. And of course, we will have that in the show notes for you in case you want the direct link to get more information. Once again, that's California is in the Heart exhibit at the California Museum. Ah, yeah, that makes me happy. And I can't wait to visit myself. I'm sure that it'll really hit me when I'm physically there, like physically there at the exhibit and seeing yeah. like your grandpa and my dad on the wall. Yeah, your dad has like a huge section like it's oh my a gosh. significant <laughs> it takes up significant space so i hope you do melt into yeah. a puddle on the floor because it's really really nice <laughs> okay. will you be there with me <laughs> of course of course okay. i'm uh, well, so down to go back anytime okay, cool. yeah sweet yeah that'd be great awesome i love it yeah in a way it still is surreal for me because i'm over here in the east coast and i you know even though right. i spent 20 years of my life in california like it's still a dream and you yeah. know the way that you're describing stacy and she has all these amazing connections like in the three years that we've known each other, like you mentioned, we only met her in person once. Yeah. And yet we've done so many projects together, you know, panaipodcasters.com, our academic paper, and so many other things. Like we're mentioning the articles that we helped contribute to Filipino American History Month last year when it came to Filipino veterans or, you know, Filipino Americans in the military. And so, yeah, I'm just excited and I'm incredibly grateful and humbled that someone such as Stacy would see so much value in us and want to include us in her professional journey as a scholar, as a historian, someone who is really going out of their way to make sure that our stories get documented here in America. 
Yes, a scholar activist. That is how yes. we refer to Stacy, as well as our resident historian here at the TIFA Project. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on here. So at the time this episode is published, at least this current conversation, it's going to be available on November 18th. So a week from the time of this recording. If you are listening to this when the episode is published, we want to remind you that today, the third Friday of every single month is our book club. And so like I mentioned, if you are listening to this right now, and it happens to still be November 18th, and it's not uh, noon Pacific time or three Eastern time, your time just yet, you still have time to support us with a minimum of one cup of boba on biasboba.com and be a part of our book club. I love this book club, Nani, for so many reasons. You know, starting from the very beginning, it was really just you and I and Caitlin, and slowly but surely, our listeners started to join us. And as we had more people join us, we decided to dedicate a channel on our Discord community to just continue the conversation in between, you know, the months, in between the weeks that we're not having the book club to have further discussions on what we're reading, what we're finding. And right now, we are currently reading the book Speak Up Anak by Dr. Abby. Dr. Abby has been on our show in the past. I can't think of the episode right now. I think it's 121. I will provide it in the show notes in case anyone is curious to learn a little bit more about her. She's a two-time TED Talk speaker, and she is a Filipina-American psychologist. And she has created this book, this amazing book that shares her experience of interviewing about 500 Filipino-Americans who are professionals and sharing their experience on how assertive they are based on how in touch they are with their Filipino culture. And so that is happening today. We're going to have that discussion today. You don't have to read the book to be there. And not even before I keep rambling, any thoughts <laughs> about yes. the book club? That is episode 121, where Dr. Perfect. Abby was on our show and she introduced us to some of the Filipino psychological values that she was uh, at the time going to start a YouTube channel about, which mm -hmm. I'm not sure if she ever did do that. I'm sure she does have something up. But what I do know is that she was on, gave two TED Talks on, you know, related topics. And episode 121 is where you can hear about her latest one. Mm -hmm. And she's just a wealth of information from like the Filipino psychology to assertiveness in the American workplace and really immersing yourself and learning to navigate those waters so that in a way, I guess, where you are able to kind of keep up with everyone, but also you're not letting go of where you come from and who you are and the values that really make you you. So I think it's a really interesting topic, actually, and more so than the actual content of the book. I'm really just loving the direction that it's leading my imagination in and just like providing kind of like a new lens for me to look at things differently and look at, you know, just the topic of categorization in general of how you identify, I guess, and mm -hmm. what that really means and all that it can mean. There's like a spectrum of what it can mean. And yeah, I'm just having a lot of like tangent thoughts from the book that I feel are really valuable to my personal development. Yeah, absolutely. And in reading that book, I feel like Dr. Abby is speaking directly to me sometimes. Yeah. And I really love, well, first of all, recognizing that part of our Filipino culture maybe hinder us from being more assertive in the workplace. But she talks about it with so much compassion and tactics on how to speak up for yourself more, how to stand up for yourself without being aggressive. It's like, how do you do it with compassion, with kindness, with maturity? 
And I personally think about like my own experience and it's like, oh, well, I don't want to be assertive because then maybe that makes me too American, you know, and then and this is me not being Filipino enough. You know, it's kind of like like struggling with that balance of like, am I Filipino enough or not? You know, and I think that she really finds a way to build that bridge and give us some action items and some steps on how we can become better assertive while also preserving our culture and honoring our culture and all that good stuff. And so if you all are interested in that kind of book, once again, the book is called Speak Up Anak. And we are going to be diving into that today at today's book club. Again, that's going to be November 18th, 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And so if you are listening to the published version of this conversation and you're listening to it before the time, just know that you can still join us. Simply go to biasboba.com and support us with a minimum of one cup of boba and you're in for life. <laughs> that, that's the truth. Like you can support us in one time and you will forever get, I mean, you know, so long as we hold the book club, you will forever get monthly notifications on when we're going to be uh, hosting this. And you'll be able to have these conversations with other people who are in our community. I incredibly, incredibly love all the intellectual conversations we're having in this book club. And the best part of it is that you don't have to have read the book to be a part of it. You could really just sit and listen in. We've had people who just, you know, they have their video off and they're just engaged in the chat. And we really want to meet you where you're at in regards to wanting to learn more about your culture, learn more about this book. If you're just interested in hearing our own interpretations of it, you are more than welcome to be there. So once again, all you have to do is go to biasboba.com and support us with a minimum of one cup of boba. So I'm going to take a quick break here, Nani, because we've had some people messaging us in the IG chat. And yes. so really quick, well, CAD, you know, he was in class. So Kat, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Hopefully, if you're still here, then, you know, pretend that you're not here. So we don't, we don't no, get mad no, at you. You better not still be in here. <laughs> There's no chance. And uh, we have uh, this little Nikki who shared a couple of an emojis, like heart emojis, Filipino themed heart emojis. So shout out to you. And, you know, you're also saying that your internet connection is really bad. But from what you can hear, it's such an interesting conversation. Thank you so much for trying to listen to us, even though your internet is bad. If you can hear this right now, Nikki, I will let you know that this episode will be available in the upcoming weeks. So even if you miss out on this one, even if you can't hear all of this, just know that it will be available in the upcoming weeks. That's basically our style of recording as we record in advance and schedule out our recordings. It just so happens that we have decided to invite you, you know, our Instagram followers to peek in and see what we're doing behind the scenes, you know, weeks before we actually publish these episodes. So we're actually kind of acting as though this is coming out on the 18th or it's coming out on the week of Thanksgiving. So thank you so much, Nikki, for joining us. And if you heard anything I said, just let me know in the comment. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> you'll probably hear it in the post-production. <laughs> All right, Nani, let's go ahead and move on. And for people who are engaged with us here on Instagram, just so you know, if you choose to join us on our IG Lives, Right now, we sort of have said that we were going to commit to going IG Live the first Friday of every month. But because this is new for us and because we are still trying to figure out our like how we're creating content for our podcast, we kind of just decide, hey, are, are you free Friday to go IG Live? And if we are, we go on live. And so that's kind of what we're doing right now. And if ever you want to continue to be aware of when we're going live, just know that we're going to most likely do it Fridays. We might have some extra ones throughout the week, depending on Nani and my availability. So be on the lookout for that. The best way to get notified, of course, is if you're subscribed to our Instagram channel and you can set up your settings so that you actively follow our post. I know nowadays organic reach is really hard to have when it comes to social media. And so you have to intentionally decide that you want to follow our channel 
and get get those notifications. And if you actually enjoy attending our IG lives, but you want to keep the fun going, you want to keep the conversation going, we have been hosting right here on Instagram Live. And to our podcast listeners, we'll provide the direct link to our Instagram account in our show notes. The username for our Instagram account is the Filipino American Woman. But here in our IG account, you can actually private message us and request to be part of our reflection series. And so since we started season four, we have decided to keep this ongoing conversation in our DMs. You know, for anyone that wants a safe space, maybe you're not ready to join our Discord community, maybe you're not ready to subscribe to our newsletter, maybe you're not ready to be on video, maybe you're not ready to, you know, have your voice recorded, but you love reflecting, you love journaling, and you love texting. And if that's you, then the reflection series, the five day reflection series we have on Instagram is definitely and hopefully going to be a great fit for you. Nani, we both have been involved in the reflection series so far, but curious to know what has been your most recent reflections <laughs> in our group chats. I think we've made some new friends in these cohorts and we've even had some people repeat the cohorts. So like be in multiple of them, which is totally fine. If you guys want to continue to, you know, like reflect on the same questions, we are here for like the evolution of that, you know, unfolding process, I guess. And we love to like, not just be in community with you guys, but stay in community. And mm -hmm. so, you know, again, however you feel most comfortable doing that, whether it's through this like reflection process, that we do collectively or like a daily discord type of deal, you know, we give you those options. So it's just really nice to share that intimate space that is more similar to our interview in the sense that it's just like us and them, yeah. you know, rather than in like a social media type of space or a chat room type of space. So it's just a different vibe. And I'm here for the like intimacy of it. I've also seen some people that like, I've been in community with outside of the Tifa project join. So that's really cool too. Yeah. So yeah, it's just been a cool way for people to like kind of reinvigorate that virtual connection that kind of just feels like so numb now, you know, like talking to people mm -hmm. online just feels like so second nature, I guess that it kind of loses its meaning and you don't really have that like valuable communication. You're just like, going through the motions. At least that's how I have been feeling about social media lately, even yeah. though I'm still making an effort to like be here and be on it and connect with people. I do feel like, okay, like the conversations that I'm having on here need to be like <laughs> meaningful and purposeful rather than just me being like, oh, like cute picture. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so easy to fall down that rabbit hole. But when you kind of shut out that part of or that kind of interaction, when you're on social media, then it is another way to like have this really meaningful connection, you know, when we create these smaller intimate spaces. So yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, absolutely. I want to give a couple of shout outs to people who've been part of our reflection series. And so the thing is, we're not going to disclose what we're talking about in there because it is, for the most part, confidential. And these are very personal things that people have been sharing with us. But we did ask some people for their permission to share their testimonial of what their experience has been with the Reflection series. So starting in uh, one of our initial groups, uh, shout out to Chachi. Chachi has a podcast show herself. Try to mention it in the show notes if you want to check her out. But she was part of one of our first Reflection series. And her comment about the Reflection series is, being part of this Reflection series is very uplifting. And the community group of women has been very reassuring. Yes, absolutely agree on that. A couple of other comments that some people have shared, if I can find it in the chats right now. Let me just kind of scroll through. 
everyone has a lot to say, that's for sure. (laughs) And so here we go. So that was Chachi. And I'm going to give a shout out to Angel. So Angel says that the reflection series gave me the opportunity to connect deeper to myself and with our community in a safe way and a meaningful way to access authentic voices within the Filipino diaspora with women across the globe. This was so beautiful. Salamat, Jen and Nani. There are more more people who have shared testimonials, but I think I'm going to keep it as a teaser and share it with you all maybe in an upcoming recording. But yeah, it's, you know, like you and I create this, you know, we take a lot of time trying to figure out how do we continue to create a safe space for people. And we don't really know if it works until we put it out there and people participate in it. And so to know that like what we are putting out there is creating a positive impact for people and feeling reassured and safe. It's humbling. It's it's really humbling, you know, especially to be able to do that on social media when, you know, some people can arguably say that social media is very divisive or very impersonal. Or, you know, like you said, you can go down these rabbit holes and Sometimes social media can really impact your mental health in a negative way. And so to hear that our reflection series is impacting people in a positive way really, really makes me happy. And honestly, I can't be on social media for any other reason. I I love this intimate setting that we've been able to create just in our private messages alone on Instagram. Yeah, same. Yeah. All right, y'all. So if you are interested in learning more about the Reflection Series, all you have to do is private message us here on Instagram. To our listeners, just go to Instagram, look for our username, the Filipino American Woman. We will have that in the show notes for you. But there you have it, the Reflection Series, five-day Reflection Series. So yeah, Nani, there you have it. I mean, I feel like a lot of what we're doing nowadays on the show is just reporting all of our activity. Like, It's kind of almost hard to create original content because the original content is now coming from our community. And I'm just like, I feel like that's how you kind of know that you quote unquote made it, you know, with with our show and uh, what we're putting out there is the fact that we're spending more time reading people's comments, reading people's testimonials, you know, giving shout outs to people than you and I making an effort to come up with new content. Yeah, we're spending more time actually in community with you guys. And that is our content is like our conversations with you guys. And so I think it's important that if you don't already in some capacity, you know, explore that, whether it be the newsletter or Discord or book club or just the Chismas with Jen and Nani private podcast. If this show is something that you find value in and something that brings you like those healing vibes that we mentioned in the beginning of this episode, then you should definitely explore those other ways to also be in community with us so that you can be a part of that and really feel like you're a part of this project because you are and we intend for you to be and we invite you to be and I love how you highlighted that, that our content is really coming from our community right now, because that is our mission. And now we are operating that way. And that's really awesome. So it's nice to kind of label that, I guess, or name that. And yes, celebrate all the small wins, all the big wins, all the wins, period. Yes. So happy Friday, y'all. If you, again, are listening to this the morning of November 18th, and you don't have anything to do at noon Pacific time or three Eastern time. We would love for you to join us for our book club. Again, you don't have to read Speak Up a Knock by Dr. Abby to be a part of it. You can just listen in, hear other people's interpretation of it. All you have to do is order us a minimum of one cup of boba on biasboba.com. And we would so, so, so be happy to have you there. And of course, one more reminder, if you want to be a part of our reflection series, which is free, because I don't think we could do a paywall on Instagram. (laughs) All you have to do is just private message us and say, hey, I'm interested in your reflection series. So that being said, thank you all so much. We love and appreciate you. Happy Friday. And we will chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Bye. Yay. 
Thank you for listening to the Filipino American Woman Project podcast show. Do you want to continue to be part of the conversation? Then join our Discord community for free today. Check out the link in the show notes to join us now. And don't forget to subscribe to our weekly newsletter for the latest show updates and episode releases. The link is also available in the show notes. Lastly, if you wish to support us on our journey, consider showing us some love on biasboba.com. That's all for now. Chat with you next time. Yay! (laughs) 